It's your girl, Daisy J. Really, nigga? What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Daisy J. with Demanding a Better Me podcast. Hope you guys are having a wonderful Wednesday. It is What's Up Wednesday, so let's get right into it. Today's What's Up Wednesday shout out goes out to my girl, Shy. Over at Steel Young Magazine, my baby is an entrepreneur. Um, she is getting it in. Not only does she run Steel Young, but she also does nails. So if interested, you can hit her up. It's Steel Young Mag. You can DM her right now. She's running a special um, for $65, anything you want. Um, from what I can see, she is dope. She is a travel uh, nail technician she has a ton of back to school uh specials running right now so dm her for pricing and information is running from august through the end of september 3rd so um get at her again it's still young magazine is all is one word on instagram dm her tell her your girl daisy j of demanding the better me podcast sent you her way and get your hookup um, so yeah, um, but anyways, so it's back to school time. Today is the third day of school. Oh my God. First of all, first day of school blues. Y'all know I have two kids, two daughters, two queens. Um, they are seven and 11 years old. My 11 year old started middle school today. She'll be 12 soon in October. But anyways, I couldn't take it. You know, that's your firstborn. It's like they, they won't even let you drop them off at school. They, I mean, they'll let you drop them off, but they won't let you, like, walk your child to the to their classroom. So I was very bothered about that. I literally had an anxiety attack in the, in the uh, counselor office last week when I was doing her schedule because this my baby. You know, sixth grade is just so young to me to be going to middle school. Um... I would I would have been okay if it was high school because I get it you know but middle middle school you just push you just fast forward me into this like I can't I can't that's all my emotions were hitting me at once then she was giving me all the rules and I literally just started crying and later was like it's gonna be okay mom and I'm just like no this my baby and I know my baby's smart she independent you know what I'm saying she I've given her you know the necessary tools right now, like to get her through right now. I'm just like, I can't deal with this. Like I was expecting to deal with this in two, maybe a year, not what the fuck, sixth grade. And then on top of that, her pancake eating ass daddy. Oh Lord. Let me just, y'all, I be trying. I be holding my tongue. I be ignoring shit. But today is the day to get all this shit off my chest. So, I'm going to get into his ass in a second. But let's talk about my second grader. Oh, my gosh. She is so independent. She was so cute because she don't have to wear uniforms. So, she she picked out her dress, honey. She wanted to wear her leopard dress with her boots today, honey. And she wanted to serve y'all Queen B, okay? And that's exactly what she did. And I'm just so proud of her. Like, we've been going through a couple of things here and there, you know, with her. But she is so strong. She's so smart. She's so beautiful. She just, she keep mommy going. You know what I'm saying? I even beat her face on uh, Saturday. I gave her a little makeover, you know, a little makeup. 
And my mama was just so, it was, she was impressed, but she was just like in her feelings, like, oh my God, look at our little baby. Cause they grow, both of them are just growing up into these beautiful, you know, young little women. And I couldn't be more proud, you know, as a mom. Speaking of, I'm gonna just dive on into it. I feel like I'm a great mom. I feel like I'm the best mom. You know what I'm saying? Like, I sacrifice so much for my children. I'm career focused. I tried my best to give my kids, like, the life, not necessarily the life that I didn't have because I had a good childhood. You know what I'm saying? Despite little things as far as, like, my dad and stuff, and I'm going to get into that too. But I really, like, you know, I I try my best to give my daughters tools, you know, give them life lessons and keep God first. You know what I'm saying? Like I give them the necessary things they need. And then here and there, I might splurge on like, yeah, my 11 year old got an iPhone, but it's a six and it was a hundred dollars. I mean, okay. You know what I'm saying? I work hard. So I shouldn't have to explain shit about my kids. Cause at the end of the day, they my motherfucking kids. Now I'm not raising no little rich brats or nothing like that. But because my kids know morals and values, they wash dishes, they clean rooms, they vacuum, they know, they work for their shit. They take out the trash, you know what I'm saying? I'm raising them to be very independent, too, so it's, you know, <laughs> they get the best of both worlds. And what I love most about my family is it's a village. We all on the same page when it comes to them. Despite what their daddies may say or think and all that other shit, like, my family is dead ass on it. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to my kids, they always been on it. My mama, you know, that's my road dog. She always been in tune with my kids, especially with my oldest daughter, because my kids are five years apart. So we had them in different segments, which is, to me, great, because each one gets their own moment. You know what I'm saying? in time to be, you know, my oldest can be the senior. My oldest can be, you know, whatever. And vice versa. My youngest, she can have her moments. Nobody is crowding her or taking her time. I've always that's how I've always been. I treat my kids equal but not the same because I can't say that I treat the eleven year old like how I treat the seven year old because they two different ages and you have to treat them according to their age is how I parent. But anyways, um my Eleven year olds did, you know, there have been problems in the past, but I try to be the bigger person and just move past shit because at the end of the day, you ain't with me. I don't go home with you. I ain't got to sleep in the same bed with you. You know, there's no obligation to you, sir. So, but one thing I don't tolerate is disrespect. You just, you're not going to talk to me crazy. You're going to talk to me like a grown ass woman. You're not going to yell at me. You're not going to treat me how you treat what you got at home is how I feel period. And you're not going to treat my daughter like that either. Because I'm not raising my daughter to be fearful of any damn man. If man talk to you crazy, leave his ass alone. Like, it's not okay for a man to disrespect or talk to a woman crazy. I don't give a fuck who you are. I... I've been through some shit relationship-wise, but that's one thing I do not fucking tolerate. You will not disrespect me. You will not talk to me crazy because you ain't going to get shit from me. You ain't get shit out of me then. Then petty going to turn on. You better hope I don't cuss your ass out or worse. You know what I'm saying? I have a past. <laughs> Back in the day, I would pull up on your ass. I did not give a fuck. Oh, you want to be talk reckless? Oh, okay. It wasn't shit to drive, pull up on you. Now, say that shit now. You know what I'm saying? I've always been like that pull-up game strong as hell. 
as any one of them goddamn baby daddies. It didn't take shit for me to get in the car and act the ass, especially when it comes to my kids. So last week, we went and, um, you know how they have open house and shit. So you meet the teachers and all that stuff before school starts. So me trying to be a co-parent, y'all know I hate that word, trying to be a co-parent, bigger person, whatever the fuck, I invite his ass to go. Now, you would think now my daughter are living. Buy guns should be buy guns. We should just be able to go in this bitch and not speak to each other, period, much. It's high. I mean, it should be like, hi, hello, but it should be no interaction because it's about my child. So we get there. First of all, he looked like a bum. I don't give a fuck. What I don't give a fuck. He look like a bum. You shouldn't be going to school with no basketball shorts on. You want somebody to respect your ass? Put some goddamn pants on, some nice shoes, and take your ass into this school. I know I did not have makeup on, but I wasn't looking crazy. I had a nice blouse on with some jeans and my little shoes. I was not, you know, trying to impress, but I wanted to look clean and nice because we're going to our daughter's school. You got on these Nike-ass flip-flops with these fucking basketball shorts. You look like a fucking joke to me. That's one problem. But I ain't say shit. I just looked them up and down like, really, bitch? But anyway, so then, <laughs> so then we get into school. And he asking 51 million questions. Now, y'all, right now I'm in a transition period because transition is elevation. But I'm trying to build more income for my kids. And I'm also trying to get, you know, my credit score, personal life and shit, you know, up to par because I'm trying to buy a house in the next two years. And I say two years because I'll, even though I'm going to be a first-time buyer, I want to have, you know, enough income to where if something go down, I got it. Because I've had a few friends who have bought older homes or a new home, whatever, and they ended up having to shell out a little bit more money, even though they got their first time buying loans and all that shit, where they probably had like a 3% um, interest rate or yeah, APR, whatever the fuck. But they had to end up coming out of them. Or, yeah, right now I got a nice-ass Samsung wash and dryer, but that shit might, you know... Go kaput in a two years. You know, anything could happen. So I just want to be able to have money in the bank for just in case. But not only that, I'm trying to set my kids up too because, you know, I want land, really. I don't necessarily want to buy a home. I want to buy land and then build a home or homes on my land. Because y'all know I was in Future Farmers of America and I want to have a farm. I want to have a vegetable garden. Like I want all these things that I'm manifesting to you naysayers, negative fuckers, turn the podcast off because this ain't for you. Um, I've got all these great things that I'm trying to manifest for my family. I want to leave my kids legacy, not debt, not shoes, not jewelry. I want to leave them legacy. So at the end of the day, my children like, okay, if one of them decide, you know, they don't want to go to college. They just want to work. I want them to be able to come home to my home, our home, and just live, not have to worry about bills, just get themselves together. Now, I'm not raising no brat. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to have some type of goal or something at the end of the day. But my point is that you, I'm not raising bums, you know, but I'm also not uh, pushing my kids into society, into bullshit that they not going to be prepared for. Not to say that my parents did that, but the way they raised us and the way shit is now, it's so many shoulda, coulda, wouldas that's happened, but it's cool because I'm only 32. So 
I woke up in time to like get myself together. And plus, by me having my kids, I was already responsible, but having my kids put that extra responsibility on me. So now I'm able to really like delve in and um, educate them while I'm educating myself on, you know, the do's and don'ts pretty much. So anyways, back to this baby daddy and his shenanigans. So we live, you know, here in this new area and everything. And so I really don't put him down on stuff. Like he can pick her up from the school, but I just don't feel that it's necessary for him to really hear from them unless it's something that I can't like if I can't get to her, he can get to her type of shit. Which really I more I'm more comfortable with me if I can't do it, my mama if my mama can't do it, my sister if my sister can't do it, my friend. Like this nigga is like number eight on the list. And I ain't gonna lie, I would have my other baby daddy go get my child before him. And it's nothing against this nigga. It's just it's priority on how you treat my child. Um, y'all know that I used to live in Oklahoma, and so my daughter started school out there. Like, she went to kindergarten in Oklahoma. So, since then, day one, he done kind of had, like, a little grudge against me because I moved to Oklahoma. Backstory really quick. Y'all know I was married, right? <laughs> so, is the way I said it. I tripped myself out. Okay. Y'all know I was married. And so, I was going through a divorce. And when you... I was a... Stay at home mom, so I didn't have no money, y'all. Like, I didn't have no job. My husband paid for everything. I was on my husband's insurance, blah, 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 blah. So, to move back to Dallas was fucking impossible. Like, where was it? What was I going to live in? Like, a box under a bridge? I know I wasn't going to live with you and your wife. Like, the fuck? So, my baby daddy has had a grudge against me since then. And that, I moved to Oklahoma in 2012. So, calculate this shit, Okay. So anyways, 2012, lived in Oklahoma. My daughter started school that same fucking year. She started kindergarten. And the only reason why I lived in Oklahoma, my bad, I forgot to say, my mama lived in Oklahoma. So it was like my sister lived in Atlanta. My mama lived in Oklahoma. I actually went to Atlanta for a couple of months and stayed with my sister but and I was considering living in Oklahoma. I mean, living in in Atlanta. But the only reason I did not live in Atlanta was because I wanted my daughter to be close to closer to her dad. Dallas was impossible for me to live in. I ain't had no family out here. I mean, I have family, but not family where I could be like, "Hey, can I come stay with you until I get a job and get the kids in daycare?" And uh, let's be honest. I ain't got that kind of family. It's only two people in this world that, well, now three, but it's only two people in this world. I can actually pick up the phone and be like, hey, I got this such and such going on. Can I come live with you? Can I do, you know, if I have to do that? And that's my mama and my sister. Now I got my daddy. Thank you, Lord. I got my daddy. But, you know, so life was life was life at that time. And so when I'm explaining this to him, like, hey, I'm about to move to Oklahoma, me and my husband going through a divorce, and it's easier for my mom to help me because, you know, how shit, my mama, like I said, is my road dog. She going to make sure, let me say this without crying, she going to make sure that me and my kids is good. I don't give a fuck what it is. I don't give... I don't care how many hurdles she got to go over. If my mama got to get two jobs, because she did, she had two jobs to make, sh- like, to help me get on my feet. Because, like I said, I was a stay-at-home mom. I was a housewife. 
you know, this is how my husband set me up. So, and I didn't like it, but that's another show. (laughs) But that's how he set me up. So it's like, okay, I don't have no income. I got to go be with somebody, go live with somebody who has income that can help me feed my kids. You know what I'm saying? So I'm in Oklahoma. No, I explained this shit to him. This nigga going to say, well, I didn't tell you to marry him. What the fuck? <laughs> what? The, and I, I have like, my memory is off the chain, y'all. I can remember any fucking thing. I can remember shit from when I was like two years old and my grandpa would come visit. Like, I can remember that shit so clear. I'm going to tell y'all real quick. I remember when my parents, my mom and my dad were married. I remember it. I remember um, living in this town home. And I tell my mom, I tell my daddy too. He was like, oh my God, you remember living in that town home? Like when I met my daddy and was reunited with my daddy. And I was telling him, yep, I remember living in that town home. He was like, oh my God. He was just tripping out. I was like, yeah, like I have a really good ass memory. So I'm this nigga. Like I remember this nigga going off on me about, I didn't tell you to marry that nigga and all this. And you taking my daughter to a whole nother state like this motherfucker went off on me y'all and i couldn't believe it because i was just like nigga how can you say something like that you're married too i i mean the fact that this nigga is military is something to be angry about the fact that you know yeah i'm moving three hours but what's three hours compared to a fucking 10 hour road trip you know what i'm saying that shows y'all how petty this nigga is so anyways we moved she started school um it's kindergarten the school year let's fast forward school year over right so they having a kindergarten graduation now me and my mama reach out to him like hey and then oh not to listen i'm sorry i'm leaving out parts of the story i would drive from dallas to oklahoma so that he could have a relationship with his daughter. No gas money from this nigga. No hotel reservation. My other baby daddy's family was helping me get back and forth from Oklahoma to Dallas. Because y'all ain't had no car. So I had to either rent a car or take the bus. At the time, it was the mega bus. You could take it like a round trip ticket for the mega bus was like $40 for three people type shit. So... My ex's family would pay for me and my two kids to get on the bus. Now, the daddy that's demanding and crazy wasn't paying for shit, wasn't no type of help, assistance, nothing. But my youngest daughter, daddy, his family, I give them props on that. Like, I really don't fuck with them now because of other shit that's transpired. But at that time, when I needed somebody to help me out, they was helping me the fuck out, okay? They was helping my mama out. They was like, they were, it was a team. It was a village like how it's supposed to be. And so, anyways, back to the story. So, kindergarten graduation comes. I invite him and all that shit. So, him, his wife, and their son came. Because at the time, they only had one son. So, they came down to the graduation. They saw my baby across the stage, sing her songs, the whole program, all that shit. I planned, me and my mama planned like a little after party celebration for my daughter. <laughs> you know, she loved pizza. So it's just this specialty pizza company out there in Oklahoma. Shout out to Hideaway Pizza. Uh, you know, my mama reserved the booth and shit. And so, you know, we fit to do it big. My boyfriend came, all this stuff. Okay. So, oh, and let me, my friend, at, my best friend at the time, she flew from Dallas to Oklahoma to her niece graduation. 
I mean, the she cleared her schedule to come to her niece graduation. Like, bruh, you her daddy. So they came, but after the the graduation was over, they left. And they was on some bitter betty shit back then too. But y'all, I'm telling y'all, this man said I'm mad because I wasn't there to take her on her first day of school. Baby, let me tell you something. You knew when school was starting. If you really, really, truly wanted to come, your ass would have been there. You know what I'm saying? I'm sick of you motherfucking daddies blaming the mama and shit. And, like, I didn't have a barrier up. I didn't say, you. it's not like you didn't know where I lived. Like, I communicate. So, it's like, and if you couldn't get to me, you could talk to my mama or my sister. Like, you know, there's a whole slew of people you could talk to if you was really trying to get there, my nigga. Like, let's be very, very clear. In Oklahoma, I lived in a hotel for two months. When I first got there, my mama paid for me and my kids to be in a hotel because at the time she didn't have home place that she was staying with somebody. So, moved with my auntie, and they only had so much room. And I ain't bitter. It is what it is. But, yeah, we stayed, me and my kids stayed in a hotel. So, guess what? They declared us as being homeless, okay? That is the worst feeling in the world to be declared homeless when technically you're not really home. I mean, because I didn't have a job. Or whatever, and thank God for Deaconess Hospital. Shout out to them because it only took me, I only had to wait a month to start with them. But shout out to Oklahoma. I love Oklahoma so much because they took care of me and my kids. I was able to go to the Infant Crisis Center and get clothes for my youngest daughter, a few clothes, you know, a few items for my oldest, but I was able to get milk and stuff. And then they gave me instant food stamps. Like the very next day, food stamps was on point. I think I was getting damn near like $500 in food stamps. So they helped me right away. There wasn't no wait period and all this shit. They understood my situation that was going on because I was divorced. But like I said, no job, no income, no car, no nada. Okay. Literally at the bottom, grabbing crumbs, hoping that somebody will help me. If you just give me that push, I can get to where I go fast forward two months after that situation me and my mama moved into an apartment fast forward three months after that I was able to get my car do you know what my daughter told me because I was riding a bus to work and I'm humbled I'll take the bus because you know what to me that's the best way to get to know a city if you get on the bus that way when you do get a car if you have a car you're able to better navigate because my sister jokes about it but shit I can get you around Dallas and I damn sure can get you around Oklahoma it's just a, it's a gift I'll take it for what it is but anyways fast forward to this whole baby daddy situation a few years fly by. We doing good in Oklahoma. My mom decides she want to move back to Dallas. I literally had an anxiety attack. I didn't want to move back to Dallas because Oklahoma was doing, I was doing good out there in my, in my opinion. Like I was prospering. I had a good ass job. I had a you know a decent ass car. We lived in a nice house. Everything was just doing what it's supposed to do was elevating and stuff. And then we get to... Um, back to Dallas, I felt like I had to start over, but not as rough. It was rough, but not as rough. But he wasn't accommodating, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't, um, it was kind of a fight still, like, can you get her? Can you do this? Can it was a, still a back and forth shit, but I really did try to maintain y'all. Like, I really did try to keep a good co-parenting, I hate that word, relationship with this nigga and then she starts school out here in mesquite as a matter of fact yeah because i got an apartment okay yeah so 
out here. He didn't take it to her first day there. So it's like, okay. And then the year after that, I think he came because we moved to Richardson. So, yeah, he came to that. But after that, it's just like there was no other first day of schools. There was like you weren't involved. I would try to get you involved, but you weren't involved. Don't act like you were just uber concerned about shit. And I'm going to say, yeah, I probably tried to make him be concerned. And it, the concern was not there. And y'all, he just bitter, bro. He just fucking bitter. There's no way to like explain him better. He's just a bitter motherfucker to me. So to fast forward to here we are in middle school and the first day of school, you want to start shit. You already started shit last week at the school because, you know, when middle school, you have electives. And so my daughter chose, you. she chose art, but they was like, if you can't get in art, um, what else would you want to do? And she was like, well, I guess band. And then, they, you know, they're like, what instrument would you like to play? And she's like, the flute. And I was like, that's amazing because my sister played the flute. I played the clarinet. Um, my mama and my aunts uh, play the piano. My grandma played the piano. Like, we got a musical-ass family. I got uncles that play the guitar. We sing. Like, you know, this is amazing. Like, you're, I feel like she's going into her own. She's finding herself. And she, she picked that instrument on her own. So, it made me proud. Like, oh, look at my baby. You know, she's going into some things. So... Side note, her daddy was in a band, but I ain't got no proof of that shit. Like, I could show y'all my pictures and shit of me being in the band. I can even, I can call my band teacher right now, y'all. And he could tell y'all every damn thing about me and how I played the clarinet and all that shit. I was in ROTC. I was in Future Farmers of America. Um, The list goes on, baby. Okay. <laughs> I did a lot of shit, but I was active, which is a good thing. You know, I encourage be do some stuff, even if it sound random and crazy and weird. If you if it makes you smile, do it. <laughs> so, yeah. So my daughter, she's a gamer, too. But anyways, they don't have that kind of stuff at the middle school, which is cool. So she picked me in. Okay. Fast forward to that night. We at the school and her dad was like, you know, what's her schedule look like? And I was like, well, she, you know, is going to have English, math, history, you know, those type of things. And then she picked band as her elective band. What made you pick band? Just like that. I'm not over exaggerating. And my daughter just looked at him. She was like, um, because that was the next elective available for me that I would kind of like. Oh, what instrument are you going to play? She was like, the flute? What made you pick the flute? And I'm just looking at him like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> why are you saying it like that? And so my daughter made this weird look. Okay, she's a Libra. And they just like, don't shit on my creativity. That's just how they are. Do not shit on my creativity. Or they'll get offended. They'll shut down. They don't want to fuck with you no more. And so she looking and she looked at me and she just took a deep breath. And so I wrapped my arms around her and I was like, it's okay. You know, and he was like, don't do that. Don't do that. And I'm like, what am I doing? You know, I'm talking to my daughter. The, the fuck? Like, what? Why are you getting all butt hurt? Because I put my arm around my child, bitch. Like, re really? And so I just asked a question and I just wanted to know what, because I used to be in the band and okay, so <laughs> like, you know, it's like, uh, and so he started going into this little rant and I was like, let's get the fuck out of this school because what's going to happen is, no, 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 I'm sorry. I take that back. He, 
he said something crazy to me that I can't even remember. But he said something crazy to me that triggered me. And I was just like, uh, it's time to get out of here. Because I don't want to have to cuss you out in front of all these white people. And then they'll be like, oh, look at the black lady, angry black woman, and all that other shit. So I grabbed my other daughter's hand. I was like, let's go. And so we walked out of school. And he followed us out of the school. And was like, y'all don't hear me talking to you. And da -da -da. I'm like, no, we're fucking ignoring you. And my daughter was like, he is sexist. My daddy is so sexist. He act like women can't do nothing. He act like women are supposed to be helpless. Now, for you to be 11 years old, like, this ain't me putting this in her. This is her observing this shit for herself. My baby is smart as hell. So, for her to put that together, to be like, damn, my daddy's sexist, and I don't like that about him, and my daddy always gotta raise his voice, and I don't understand that, and Exactly. You understand that you're not supposed to be disrespected. That is the point. No man is supposed to yell at you. And this is how my daughter mouth. She's like, and I don't like the way he talks to you. It's like he don't want you to stand on your own. He, it's like he don't want you to have an opinion. Exactly, baby. I'm glad that you recognize these things um, because that's not a good thing. You know, that's not a good feeling to be around somebody who disrespects women, pretty much. And that's how I see it, too. Like, you're not going to talk crazy to me. So, anyways, long story short, fast forward to first day of school. You know, he's being an asshole. Um, my daughter's middle school will only allow you to drop the drop them off. You can't go into school. You can't go beyond the office. And I get it. And so... I had to come to terms with that. So I said, well, I guess the first day of school, you'll catch the bus because reality hits on Tuesday, whereas I'll be working and y'all have to go to school. So because I work at a certain time and excuse me, you have to be at school at a certain time, you'll be catching the bus, which is a little independent of her, you know, pat on the back, mom. She did really good getting on the bus today. So her daddy is like, uh, y'all heading to the school? He called me and I'm like, no, she caught the bus. And he's like, well, I thought you was going to drop her off. And I was like, you know, communication is key. If you wanted to know what the plans were for the first day of school, you should have called or text or something. Not the day of you decide to turn on the dad hat or whatever the hell it is that you do and, you know, aggravate the world. So then I was like, well, no, she on the bus. She did good. Ugh, peace and blessings and hung up the phone. Trying to keep my cool. Because y'all know I'm anxious because it's the first day of school. She, I just put my baby on the bus. You know, anxiety and all this shit. I ain't trying to hear your little... I ain't trying to hear your ass. I almost said something. I'm not, I'm not trying to hear you. So fast forward. A couple of minutes later. Motherfucker calls again. Now... They have this nice, beautiful system that you can email the teacher, get the school schedule, all that shit online that I'm signed up with. But it's not just for middle school. It's for elementary, middle, and high school. And by me having two kids in this district, both of them have profiles on this thing, on this app. So he calls, hey, can you, uh, get, can you get me on her Skyward? And I'm like, why would I do that? And so he's like, I need to be on there so I can see. So, y'all, basically, my other daughter is not his child. And my other daughter has some learning disabilities and stuff like that that we're working on, you know, to make her greater. She's always great. We're just going to make her greater. And so I don't feel comfortable with giving you 
access because you're going to have access to both profiles. There is no way to split this profile. And so he's, I'm like, he's all like being an asshole. Like, I need to know this. And I'm like, bruh, bruh, bruh. If you want to know something, call the damn school. But I'm not about to grant you any access because you'll have access to my other daughter stuff. And I don't need you in my other daughter business, period. I'm very defensive about both my kids. And really, y'all, let's be clear. This nigga is a bully. I remember my daughter was in third grade and um, she got her report card. And I think she made like a 75 or something. And he was all in her ass about it. And I'm not like that because I'm like, if you did your very best, then it is what it is. You can always bring it up. You know, we'll figure out what else we could do um, or whatever. But my daughter was having that was a bad year for her because it was so much going on with her daddy and her stepmom and stuff. And she, she, it was emotionally, she was just like distraught. Like it was just a lot of shit going on. And then I felt bad because I'm like forcing you to go have a relationship with this motherfucker and he's bullying you. And so after that, it was just like, okay, I can't. Cause my daughter's smart. She got above average on all of her standard standardized texting, testing. I don't know where you are, but in Texas, we have a program called TAG. My daughter's a TAG student. Like she is very smart. She can hold her own. So if she did, if she got a really bad grade, it's based off of like something's going on, you know? Cause she loves school. I mean, I'm not just saying this shit. Like she loves school. She loves science, you know? You can see what's about to manifest in her. I know she's going to build. She has goals. She's going to build her own game one day. She wants to be an engineer. She wants to be able to build homes and stuff. Like, she is on, like, the best path ever. And I don't want to send her in the wrong direction. So, now, whatever I have to do for her, mentally, physically, whatever, I'm just going to do it. And if that means, you know, her asshole of a daddy, then it is what it is. (sighs) We just gonna have to like send him on his merry motherfucking way, and I was really on my fe- on the fence about this shit because y'all, I you know, I'm an advocate for fathers being in daughters' lives because how I am with my daddy, and the relationship that I always wanted to cultivate, which is crazy because this is the part where I cry again. <laughs> For me to have gone through the shit that I went through and the way I used to feel, the feelings that I used to harbor, to be reunited with my dad, I feel like a little kid in a good way because I love my daddy and my daddy loved me too. And it's the unconditional love. You would have you would have never have thought that this relationship was interrupted. You would have never thought that, you know. I didn't grow up with him just because of the the dynamic that me and him have. Like, bruh, when I, today was first day of school, I mean, not today, but Monday was first day of school. And I sent my daddy pictures of, you know, my, my daughters and my daddy's, it made me like tear up a little bit. He said, thank you for the pictures, baby girl. Now I can show all my friends, uh, my grandbaby's first day of school. My heart just ding. It's like, oh, daddy, you know, <laughs> he's so proud, you know, and it's just first day of school and they just in middle school and uh, elementary. It ain't like high school or, you know, prom or something, but he's so proud, you know, it make him feel good to have granddaughters because my brother, you know, he has grandsons with my brother. Even my brother, too. My brother was just, you know, we was having our interaction and stuff this morning. Like, y'all, these two men that are in my life, I mean, I'm so grateful and appreciative for my 
my sister and my mom, but to add my brother and my daddy into the equation, like my heart is so full. So after all that shit with my baby daddy, at the end of the day, I'm just like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> like, at first I was bothered, upset. I was crying. I said, fuck him. I went live and vented and everything. He just really put me in my feelings that day. But after, like, well, for them little hours. Because after that, after seeing, like, a text from my, my dad and then, like, communicate with my brother on Facebook, I was just like, you know what? Fuck you. These two men, the greatest men ever. They're the greatest men in my life. I thank God for putting them in my life because the maturity of my brother and my daddy, baby boo, you better hope they don't come kick your ass. That's how I feel. Now I can say, boy, I'm going to get my daddy on you. Boy, I'm going to get my brother <laughs> get my brother on you. Petty, petty, petty. I know. But like I said, it's the best feeling in the world. Like I'm still in a, my daddy put me back in my happy bubble. That's all it took was a message from my daddy. It's like, okay, fuck this nigga. Like... Fuck you. <laughs> I'm back with the shits. Fuck you. So, anyways, y'all, that was my little rant about parenting, first day of school. It's crazy. Um, I'm gonna follow up with y'all like a little late later. Um, I'm thinking about posting a video possibly of my daughters uh with a back to school interview. Cause you know, that's something I like to do is share my babies with y'all. Um, and also, y'all, I am on a second podcast now. You can hear your girl. Um, on Shady Siblings, that's with me and my sister. Um, it's available on Anchor as well. I'll let y'all know when we get to other platforms, but please support both Demanding a Better Me and Shady Siblings podcast. Um, oh, and about, okay, about the in-studio, let me talk about that real quick. So we did the in-studio podcast, me and Maple Shade, about Divorce Where Are They Now? Uh, that was back on August 3rd. Here it is. Okay, we almost at the end of August. This is like the 21st or something. Yeah, 21st. Okay, so I requested, like, hey, what's the ETA? So I got it, but it's too big to upload on Anchor. So I'm going to have to do a, I'm going to have to split it into a part one and a part two. So once I have that situated, I will let you guys know. Um, I have to actually figure out how to do it. I think I figured it out, but we going to see. <laughs> and if I can't do a part one and part two where I can send it to Anchor, then it will definitely be available on the Demanded a Better Me YouTube page. So that you're going to hear this show one way or the other is how I see it. So anyways, that was that. All small business taken care of. I have some amazing shows coming up, so please be on the lookout. Remember to go like, share, and subscribe. As always, it's your girl, Daisy J, and I am definitely demanding a better me. Bye.